Hello and welcome to this episode of Chamber Chatter. My name is Tammy Simon. I am the Tourism Manager for the Menominee Area Chamber and Visitor Center. This week, uh, we have the pleasure of welcoming Louis Mao, the owner of Whitetail Golf Course, to the podcast episode. And we're super excited to sit down and chat with you, Louis. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me, Tammy. <laughs> My first time on a podcast, but looking forward to it. And... We love it. We love it. We love breaking people in and just talking all about how you who you are, what you do, and what you do for the community and what you do for tourism. So um, let's get let's get right into it. First of all, I, I have to say that I'm, I'm lucky enough to know more about you probably than any other guests that we've had on the podcast. <laughs> but um, I want you to share with us kind of your past. Tell us about yourself, your education, your, your passions, your hobbies, and what brought you here? Yeah, no, absolutely. I know we've known each other for quite some years now. Since I have moved back, it's been five years since I moved back to the area. I grew up in Colfax, Menominee area, moved away um, after I went to college. I graduated at the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire with a business administration degree and information systems minor. Then I moved to Minneapolis, was there for five years before deciding to move home to help my mother out with the golf course. Um, And then from there, it was not gonna own it, not gonna own it, and Mm -hmm. here I am now I own it. Now you own <laughs> it. Decided it to is. buy it and kind of go that route. Life changed. Life changed, right? Oh, it changes so much. Um, it, we were lucky enough to know each other well during just prior to the pandemic, the P word. And can you talk to me a little bit first of all about how the golf industry kind of changed then? Because I was witness to it. I don't think people understand it. But what what changed during that that time? Oh, it was such a. It was so weird. We never would have guessed that that was what was going to kind of maybe not so much golf was dying but it was definitely a sport that was not quite growing as much as it maybe could have Um, and COVID really just opened the doors up I think it took away some of our competition directly with you know a lot of summers what are you going to go to let's go do like concerts let's go to music festivals let's go I mean even Little League with parents are going to do that well a lot of that was canceled so Mm -hmm. instead of okay now what can we do let's go out and People realize I think it's not this highty tidy snotty sport where instead we can come out, wife, kids, or even just a couple come out, golf, have fun, drink a little bit maybe if you want. If not, come out and just enjoy the nice weather and you're outside and it's a two and a half hour or even a four or five hour activity and you're outside hanging out and enjoying the weather more than anything. And then I think the biggest thing was with parents, Mm -hmm. instead of having to watch their kids just do their sports and hang out with that in a gym all day or at a little league field, okay, yeah, my kid wants to golf, awesome, I'll go golf with them. (laughs) Right, and that's the best part of it right now, I think, is because that youth golf that's kind of emerging is really important for the industry to maintain. Exactly. I mean, you have to have younger golfers coming in the lives of any other, just like any other business. If you're not constantly rotating some either new customers in or new customers out, you're eventually it's just going to die. You mm-hmm. need to bring in the younger and youth. And we definitely try to push that at Whitetail a little bit more than I think maybe some other area courses. But we just, mm-hmm. you know, we have Colfax, Elk Mound, Menominee High School teams all out there. The stout men and women come out and help in practice as well. And it's just the more you can push the youth, the better it'll help you out. So. Absolutely. Like, I think one of the one of the really big niches that you have at Whitetail is that you do foster that learning curve. Um, I'm not a great golfer. I haven't been golfing for very long, but I always like to tell everybody, like, I'm a social athlete. So I'm really good at the social part of it, and I'm just mediocre at the rest of it. But um, the fact that 
somebody who's new at golfing can come out there and be comfortable and, and really just give it a shot and decide if they like it. I mean, that is nurturing the future of the sport. So it's super important for us to foster that there, especially it's so beautiful there. Like when COVID hit and people were like nothing else to do, you were grabbing people from Minnesota. We're coming over and golfing. Oh yeah. Cause they were still closed over there. We We were lucky in Dunn County to be able to open up a little bit before I think some of the other courses. And it was just Mm -hmm. some people, you know, we've, we've always had our kind of niche where we really pull from the Colfax, Elk Mountain, Menominee, then even some from Eau Claire area. Mm -hmm. And then that, COVID kind of opened our doors like people come over oh I didn't even really realize Whitetail's been over here and it's a nice course like we're not I understand we're not like a premium course of what we are but I think we understand our niche of what we want to get at and Mm -hmm. we try to have really nice greens and keep the facilities nice and I think people appreciate that and great food kitchen yes if you haven't come out come out for our Friday fish fries it is it's not a normal fish fry I'll say that that's the biggest thing is everyone always thinks fish you get a couple pieces of fish and whatnot Mm -hmm. and maybe some coleslaw and fries well we have fish chicken shrimp six different house salads beans mac and cheese you can name it so it's it's quite a buffet it's quite a spread and they do a really good job a lot of homemade recipes that have been Mm -hmm. in the family for a long time so so let's talk about that a little bit the course has been in the family for many years yes Um, 1984 1984 so that's I mean we're almost at 40 years yeah that's crazy I still feel like I'm 30, so I don't understand any <laughs> of that concept. But um, so tell us a little bit about the history of the course. I mean, it's a it's it's been in the family that long, and it's kind of a very unique uh, unique aspect that it's been a family owned business for that many years. Yeah, and I think with it being in the family since '84, we've definitely run it as a family owned business, mm-hmm. and that's I think what the community enjoys about it. So my grandpa and grandma bought it, uh, Lyle and Janet Pelkey, in 1984, and that was when it was a nine hole golf course. And then in the mm-hmm. late '80s they built the back nine so that's why we are now an 18 hole golf course Mm -hmm. and then my mother and stepfather scott miller and bobby joe miller bought it in 2007 in the fall so their first full season running it was 2008 but they bought it in 2007 and Mm -hmm. then last year was my first time full-time year owning it myself as well with my wife whitney now so yeah so is it funny to say it is. It, it is, is a little bit funny yeah. to say it. Um, so you actually, when you first came back, you were very involved in the indoor part of the course and in the business part of the course. Like, how has that changed now with Whitney coming on? Yeah, it's been it's been a little bit of a learning curve, especially. So I, that was more of my expertise. I would say was the inside of growing up in golf my whole life, but then also just studied it. I'm very big fan of the game as well. Mm-hmm. So I felt that was very easy for me to step into helping run golf outings set up competitions anything with that and also the event side where now it's been a little bit more of a learning curve for me I've taken a step outside and I'm running the outside where mm-hmm. Whitney has stepped on inside and she is learning she's also very good at golf she played at the Wisconsin Eau Claire uh, college golf as well for a couple of years yep. so she understands the game as well but it's I think I just knew it a lot because it mm-hmm. was I've been around it forever right so right. it's um it's been fun though it's it's being able to be with your wife a lot of those days you always grind each other's gears a little bit but Mm -hmm. you get home and then you just kind of have to leave work at work a little bit and Mm -hmm. it's been fun so now with her doing the inside me doing the outside it has definitely been at least now you feel like you get your whole hands on everything my goal is always to I want to be able to do everything obviously you can't do everything mm-hmm. but as long as I can learn it and understand it, it helps me train other staff and whatnot absolutely so. and I think part of that family atmosphere is is that you know 
Bobby's still there helping a little bit. Yep. And and Lyle and Janet can be found there once in a while and all the cousins. And so it's very still much, still very much a family atmosphere, which I think is a draw for a lot of people. It's very welcoming. It's you come in the door and it's not abnormal to see you in your work clothes, taking care of something inside quick and then going back out and, and then seeing you on the golf course 20 minutes later. Oh, so. yeah. It's so different people will see me there on a Friday and then all of a sudden, no. The, uh, our cook couldn't come in so I'm frying fish or something like that it yeah. just depends you know it's that's what we've always done and we've been blessed to have very good staff and some not crazy amounts of turnover as well which helps mm-hmm. um, I feel like as long as we treat them well and treat them as part of our family it's really helped with being able to keep those people in and then they're willing to help out I mean I've had workers you yourself mm-hmm. that has helped out part-time where it's just oh we're busy during an event they'll hop behind the bar and help us for 20 minutes just to help us get caught up and it's just Setting that environment for people, I think it, you're right, it, it just makes it more welcome. Right, and right. And it's so much easier to want to be around. And instead of all of a sudden, that's what I think was the biggest thing pre-COVID is some golf courses just got this where it's like you have to wear a collar shirt. You mm-hmm. have to make sure everything is super specific when you go to a golf course. And it's it's not always like that. I mean, we'd want you to make sure it is nice and you treat our facility with respect. Mm-hmm. But come out and have fun. That's what it is. We're right. having fun and we're trying to make a nice environment for you. That's the best part of it. I mean, Whitetail's a beautiful course. It's got, I mean, it's challenging in spots, but it's, it welcomes just about everybody out there. Um, so you obviously have this entrepreneurial spirit um, and, and, you know, even dating back to your college years, you business administration. And so what, what kind of, what helped you? when you purchase this business, kind of what drove you to buy it? And then what part of that entrepreneurial spirit do you see every day? Is, is there something that you're like, Ooh, if I was timid, this would not have happened, you know? Yeah. I, you know what? It was super weird. I never, th- I always thought I would own my own business, but I never thought I'd own the golf course. Right. I, um, I don't know why growing up, I, <laughs> I enjoyed it. But then my, uh, my brother, Luke Miller, who's now in, he's working at Indian or ANSI and associates Indian mm-hmm. insurance. Um, I, I thought he was going to end up doing it, decided he didn't want to. And I, yeah, it just ended up kind of happening. It was, I was sitting there once we started to sell it because Bobby Joe decided to list the golf course. And then when we were starting to show it to people, that's when all of a sudden, when I was explaining what I did and what I was doing, I was like, hmm, kind of like this. Why am mm-hmm. I, why aren't we going to do it? So that's when we decided to take it off the market. And I think with me having, you know, I think Wells Fargo helped me a lot just with understanding the numbers and billing and everything else with the other side of trying to actually set up a budget mm-hmm. that me going into this, it took a little bit of stress off me. Like, all right, I feel like I can figure out the outside as long as I can figure out learning how to actually develop the staff and keeping our atmosphere. And it's been so helpful to have Bobby Joe around. Mm-hmm. I still have Lyle, my grandpa around helping pick the range. I mean, mm-hmm. it's that helps. I have such a good community around me to help us grow that it right. hasn't made the transition too hard, which right. has definitely helped a lot. So that entrepreneurial spirit is important, but it, it also takes a village to raise a golf course, right? <laughs> Not just kids, but golf courses it as well. So. so many people. I mean, it, it, I couldn't imagine doing it by myself. It would be mm-hmm. unbelievable. So that has definitely helped. But no, with just that, it was being having that entrepreneurial spirit. I think you definitely have to rotate new customers in, new customers out, and you can't keep the business the same. I know it's been in my family since 84, Mm -hmm. but Lyle and Bobby as well would tell you the first thing is if you stay the same, your business will not work. You can't just say, oh, let's just ride what we've been doing because that's what we do. And it's, Mm -hmm. you can't look at it like that. If you're going to do like that, that's why you always see new businesses that are popping up and other ones that fold out and you don't understand why it is because you are standing still. And if you're standing still, you're not moving forward. Right, right. And so um, 
let's piggyback on that a little bit and talk about how just we talked about COVID, but how has the golf industry in and of itself changed? You know, since obviously Whitetail has had to change, but what are some of those things that you've had to change to kind of keep up with the golf industry and what does that look like? Are there... Yeah, I think uh, it's it's been a different influx of people, right? So before, you're right, so I'm saying polo, nice color shirts. Well, now you see, uh, I'm sure everyone sees the ads for them online, all these different wacky shirts that mm-hmm. have different kind of fun things. So we've definitely, we've geared ourselves more to come, some of those funner events. So we have like Sunday fun days where it's like a two-person um, at night that kind of people really enjoy to, just like a date night out. So mm-hmm. nothing too crazy to make it too serious. But with that, the younger golfers that are coming in, what they we've noticed they really like is they want good quality golf courses too, is they want to be able to have fun, but they want it to be nice. So what we're trying to do is just kind of improve our golf course slowly but surely, um, you know, whether that's adding, we've been adding some more sprinkler lines and trying to just, the more water you can get to your course, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a little bit more, but it's it's what it is. You you have to adapt to what your customer wants, you know. So when they want nicer greens, they want nicer tee boxes and as best as you can. And when we've only had, what, two days of rain in the last 35 or something like that, it's got to so figure out So when you were growing that. up, did you think, man, I'm going to know how many days of rain we've had in the last 30? <laughs> I never thought I'd look at a weather app so much in my life. Yep, yep. I mean, the the, the, the whole industry revolves around the weather right oh, i and feel so, like a farmer i'm sure they, yeah. they're stressing out just as much without any of it and it's it's unbelievable but it's it's fun too because you enjoy it i mean it's then all of a sudden i get a rain i'll have i got members that are texting me hey it's raining outside i said i know <laughs> thank, thank you goodness, <laughs> yes. well and it's funny because many times you're looking at the golf industry and you're like oh please don't rain we have an event today but now you're like, come on, yeah. we, we got to have rain. It's not, exactly. we, we have it's grass. That, that there's needs a fine wet. line. Yeah. There's, there's a, fine a fine line between line. it. And, um, it's definitely, uh, a challenge. I see, you know, that's probably one of them. What other challenges have you seen, um, that have been like, Whoa, I didn't really expect this, but we're learning and we're moving on. Oh yeah. <laughs> you never know what's <laughs> much time do we have. Is that what you're like? <laughs> exactly. I mean, the amount of problems that come up, it's, and it's all about how you attack the problem too. I mean, if you, you could get beat down in any job you're working at, right? Mm-hmm. There's always going to be a problem that pops up and that just keeps wearing you down. But if you attack it slowly but surely every day, you're going to be able to adjust to it. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of what you want to. And that was our issue that we had a little bit with our watering system this year or whether it's something else. And the cooler goes out in the middle of mm-hmm. <laughs> or your POS system, the internet goes out and you just have no idea what's going to be the different thing that pops up. It's just a matter of attacking it and just going at it with a positive attitude because we only have a fine window of right. when we're open. You know, we're not a golf course in Arizona. When even Arizona ones have a little break because it's 120 degrees. But mm-hmm. when our season starts in April or hopefully March some years, but this year it was April and goes till usually about Halloween, that's our window to try to get everyone to come on out and enjoy it. And then all of a sudden it's gone. Close the doors and right. it's weird. It's So you have to be able to attack it and just realize – I have this window. I got to put my energy in as much as I can and then recharge a little bit in the winter. So, mm-hmm. One of the things that I'm really, um, that I learned when I took this position is is the fact that golf drives tourism. There is no doubt about it. Um, I know there are publications out there specifically dedicated to golf in, in regions of the, of the oh, United absolutely. States. Wisconsin is not, it, it is one of them. It's not alone in that. Um, but I think one of the best things about this area is there are so many options for golf mm-hmm. that you can grab from Eau Claire. You can grab from Rice Lake. You can grab from south of us and, and even over as far as Hudson. But the Menominee is kind of that central location where if you stayed here, you could catch a course every, maybe two courses every day 
for yeah, a week. Yeah, all within a little distance yeah. of itself, and, too. And, it's, and not it's repeat. Great. So um, that's one of the things that I think is very important to our location is we're on that I-94 corridor. You guys are very shortly off of the corridor, yeah. well, but yeah. you can, you know, kind of call Menominee home for a couple of days and spend every single day golfing oh, sun up to sundown. Absolutely. Between, I mean, just between, you're right, Menominee, Eau Claire area with the amount of courses. And then even, yeah, you get up to Rice Lake and go over there. Mm-hmm. There's so many that you can. And we've noticed that as an uptick too, is people, you know, people like to take little golf trips. So they, right. they get a group of four to, you know, 12 or 16 guys. And what they do is they get a hotel, Airbnb, whatever it is, stay there. And okay, we're going to golf here on Friday, here on Saturday and here on Sunday and have a good weekend with it. It, it really... You know, as everyone's lives get busier, what people I think that I've noticed tend to do is they start scheduling their weekends, right? Mm-hmm. What what do I have? Like, all right, I have this weekend open, but like, all right, this year in June on the third weekend, I always do this and then I always do this. So it's the more you can try to get on people's schedule and they start making plans with their friends, it's a better way to get them to keep coming back. And if they enjoy it, awesome. Right, right. Um, what are some of the, um, like, what's your favorite part of owning Whitetail? What, what? Every day you're like, I love this. You know what? So I, I never thought I'd enjoy working outside so much. I've worked, (laughs) I've worked inside so much and then just being around and I, I love being around people. I mean, they're always, they're so helpful. Everyone, if I have a leak on any random sprinkler hole and there's a league guy out golfing or anything like that, they'll, they'll call me Mm -hmm. or text me. They'll call the clubhouse. Hey, just, you know, there's a, there's a sprinkler head leaking on hole 12. You should come up. I'm like, it's awesome. They, they help out so much, but I've. I enjoy talking to them so much when I'm out there, but I, I really enjoy being outside and just kind of trying to make, you see a product just developing throughout the summer, whether it's something was dying. We re like this year, we resotted one of our greens and had Mm -hmm. to like fix it up a little bit more. And now we're shaping a new hole in the back nine because we're trying to turn our course from a par 71 into a par 72. Just seeing your vision come into like actually come into shape is just awesome. I've really mm-hmm. enjoyed that this year and just it it makes me just feel like you're accomplishing something a little bit more. Yeah. Sometimes where you know, sometimes you don't see that end goal or this end product, but with when you're actually building something or doing that, you do. You get to see like from the start to the finish. You get where to see that sense of accomplishment when there's not a divot yes. in hole eight, right? <laughs> Every time I get up to that hole, everyone I'm with is like, Wow, this looks fantastic, which yeah. it totally does this year. So well, it's uh it's been a work in progress, but that's that's our biggest thing is just really I've enjoyed that and just keep trying to work forward to make it better. So Um, let's talk again about about your we talked about your history a little bit and you mentioned Wells Fargo. You were working for Wells Fargo in the cities when you came back. Yep. Um as part of you know, you came back to Whitetail expecting to do the business end of things and now you're outside. Yep. Can you talk a little bit about, you mentioned it before, about the importance of knowing what's going on in your whole business. I know many people who are like, I am an expert at sewing. I'm going to start a business. How important was that background for you? Oh, it just, I think I, I already hold stress a little bit more than some people. <laughs> just I'm not that I'm a perfectionist, but things, you know, everyone wants it to be. It's your business, right? It's That's mm-hmm. kind of like your thing that you're growing. It's a reflection of you. Yeah. So you want to be as nice as possible. So that was one thing that it did help me just take a little bit of the stress off, just knowing like, all right, I'm not walking into something and be like, I have no clue how to set up an outing or even handle doing our own payroll or entering bills and paying them and going through all that inventory. I had this sense of, all right, I've done this. Now it's just a different industry that I'm doing it, but at least I can transfer a lot of that knowledge over because if I couldn't Mm -hmm. have done that, I don't know how 
that would have been an interesting. <laughs> well, I think it's fun how you, you know, had that, that business degree and you're like working fast paced downtown Minneapolis. And then all of a sudden you find yourself in Colfax, Wisconsin, owning a golf course. And here you are outside every day. Yeah. Oh, it's so much different, right? Yeah. So, and when you work in the banking industry, you know, you have your, your hours can only be your hours. So right. it's, it's when the markets are open to basically when the markets are closed, then the kind of the day goes, you're done. We're here. It's, we are <laughs> open and basically light sun up to sundown and you can kind of only knock out as much as you can, but, and it's more weekends, right? Mm-hmm. When do people want to go out and golf and hang out? It's usually Friday, Saturday and Sundays. So right. makes you a little bit busier with that and yeah, what a change from Minneapolis to coming right. back to Colfax. Never thought I would do it, but now me and the wife bought a house this last fall and then this course, and it's I've loved it. Just this area is so nice. It's the people are welcoming, and what you can, oh, it's what you can do in this area compared to. Yes, I understand. When I lived in Minneapolis, I could work downtown. I worked or I lived six blocks from U.S. Bank Stadium and five blocks from where like Timberwolves play at Target mm-hmm. Field, Target Center and everything. Now I got to drive a little bit to get somewhere, but it's so much more peaceful, so much more. And there's still just as much to do. There's plenty of breweries in Menominee when we want to go out. You know, Vino Cappuccino is right next to our place, maybe five, six miles. I mm-hmm. mean, there's so many different area businesses where you can still go out, have a drink, enjoy, have a good time and not have to the worry about having to sit in traffic for 20 minutes mm-hmm. that was always a thing in minneapolis it's like all right i'm so close to everything but it's all about a 20 minute drive didn't matter right, <laughs> right. um and in at explore menominee we really we really took a step back and looked at what we offer to the area we don't have all the things that eau claire has we don't have all the things that minneapolis has but we have something for everyone if you're a biker if you're a hiker if you're a skier if you're a golfer it's here but we're close enough and on that corridor that you can just jump on the interstate and get there within an hour. Oh, so it's not a long drive. It's, yeah, it it's a beautiful easy. location for us. Um, and we are very much trying to get people to understand that our natural spaces here are something that you don't see other places. We have miles and miles of, of trails that you can walk yeah. and hike and bike anytime you want to, that you just go out there and do it. And some of those things aren't available in other places. So, well, yeah, people don't realize, I mean, just, I'm someone that obviously now in the summer, I don't get to hike much around, but I I love to hike. So it's someone that likes to be outdoors and do all that. There's so much here where you can just kind of get out and enjoy it. It's beautiful weather. The bugs aren't terrible here. Sometimes you get a little too far up north, the mosquitoes <laughs> get a little bit bad. And, but this year has been, been awesome extraordinary here. for mosquitoes. That's for sure. Um, let's quickly, before we are done, I want you to kind of outline what Whitetail does because there's more than golf there. We talked about the fish fry, but what else do they do there? Yeah. Yeah, no, we are definitely not just a golf course, um, but obviously our business is centered around being golf course, but there's always what else can you do when people come out and want to have through the door. So a lot of times we host class reunions. We also host weddings. We don't do a ton of weddings, but we definitely usually try to have one or two a year um, between our fish fries on Fridays. Then we also have our wood fire pizzas that we do. We bring out a pizza truck, uh, ponytail pizza, and they cook wood fire pizzas on Wednesday nights. So our grill is always open on Monday through Thursday nights. Um, we have burgers, chicken sandwiches, and we always run different specials that we try to share on our social media and whatnot. Um, but it's mostly just come out and enjoy the patio. We have a good patio area. Love and the we patio. Have good people. We have our staff is so nice. Um, they try to foster a good environment for you guys. So we would love to have everyone out that can do anything, even if you're a non-golfer. We have plenty of people that come out and they'll just buy a bucket of range balls to hit 
and it's not expensive, five, seven dollars for a bucket of range balls, have a drink and just relax. Mm -hmm. It's just a time to get away and not feel the stress of like, all right, what do we got to go do? We have to go do anything. Nope. Let's just go relax. Right. And, um, corporate holiday parties. We have a lot of businesses that, that listen. We have a lot of places that come and have their holiday parties there or, um, employee appreciation parties. Those are, yeah, we're not thinking about those quite yet. Oh, Christmas Um, parties. Yep. We definitely do Christmas parties and private events with that and whatnot. And then yeah, golf events. You know, we've also last this summer we held an auction, you know, we have a good event space. So Mm -hmm. it's enough to be able to, whether you want to have a small class reunion with 25, 30 people, or if you're going to have a bigger outing, like we host the Menominee Chamber outing in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And how many people do you guys have out? 170 something? Yeah. It's, it gets pretty crazy we out have, there. We sell out. We still have a cu- shameless plug right now. Plug we still in. have a couple um, spots open yep. to golf. I think one or two teams available to golf. Um, but again, that's a great time because we have 144 golfers. And then we have whole sponsors. We have a hole in one sponsor. We have a putting sponsor. And all of those people are out there networking, making connections. Um, and a lot of business happens on the golf course. A lot of it. Um, people don't realize how much business happens on the golf course. They think it's, yes, you're not doing anything specifically writing down all this paperwork or whatnot, doing everything, but the, the relationship that is made with someone when you can, you see each other's mannerisms, you get to know each other on a golf course. Cause it's not like when you're at, you go golf nine holes, it doesn't take 15 minutes. It's a little bit longer, hour Mm -hmm. and a half, sometimes two, but you get to actually hang out and know that person a little bit more. That goes a long ways. Right. When all of a sudden you know someone, it's a lot easier when someone calls you or you want to start networking or do something with them in their business that, oh yeah, I remember I golf with him for a little bit. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. Like, you know what? She was really nice, able to talk to her. I feel like I can trust her. Just having that initial relationship with someone that is made on a golf course is unbelievable. Yep. And I think many people who do appreciate that, opportunity to build those relationships understands that collaboration cooperation relationships are really what gets your business where it needs to be and and if you're working with other people to help their business grow your business is growing as well so oh yeah that's the end that's the end of our podcast you did a great job for the first time now you'd be like a superhero pro right i know we (laughs) we could probably go on for hours but um i appreciate you being here today i'm excited about the future of golf in in menominee things are changing and things are improving and i'm really excited to see how much tourism that brings in yes um but i appreciate you being on today lewis and and we appreciate everyone joining today at chamber chatter nope thank you for having me on tammy i appreciate it and hope to see everyone out at the whitetail golf course